Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Rather than repeat myself while I'm going to go back to September, when I recorded this episode on the seventh seal, I watched the seventh seal on this day a year ago when basically we were told to stay home. This film is about the plague. It is about a night playing chess with death and so many other things. The look, the feel, the vibe of the film. The Seventh Seal, I promise you tonight, a discussion on The Seventh Seal, directed by Igmar Bergman, one of the many films he collaborated with, with the late actor Max von Sydow, who died a year ago this March. Max von Sydow, I mean, we all know him from The Exorcist, Flash Gordon, where he played Emperor Ming. You know, he was in Game of Thrones. He was an extremely loud and incredibly close uh, Pele, the Conqueror, for which he received his first Oscar nomination and extremely loud and incredibly close where he was now the oldest nominee ever to be nominated for an Academy Award for his uh, non-speaking role in Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. What an amazing actor. That voice, that presence, three days uh, of the Condor where he played an assassin. And of course, The Exorcist, where he's playing an older man. He had to wear a lot of prosthetics and a lot of makeup. But for me, it's all about the seventh seal. The first few moments on that beach, and then he's approached by death. And now remember, the seventh seal is in Swedish. So it's all subtitles. And that makes it even more beautiful because you really have to follow the film the look and the feel of the film, the vibe of the film of The Seventh Seal. And when I watched it a year ago in 2020, it became one of my favorites. So a lot of my favorites got pushed down because it's like this this was my first introduction to Igmar Bergman because I'd always been told his movies are very depressing. But The Seventh Seal, there was something different about it. There was, there was something magical about it leading up to something. And... That's The Seventh Seal, directed by Igmar Bergman, released in 1957. As always, welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Enjoy. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I thought, you know, I don't just want to talk about the behind the scenes or the interesting tidbits of film. I thought, you know, it's important to talk about what a film means to me. And I've watched all kinds of films. You know, I first became aware of Max von Sydow. Of course, many of us did watching The Exorcist, you know, and he had that aging makeup, which made him look older than he actually was. And um, Max von Sydow died this March, right before the whole COVID thing started to really force everyone to stay home. And um, I had rented The Seventh Seal out of curiosity. I had never seen it. I'd never seen an Igmar Bergman film. I'd always heard that Igmar Bergman films were really depressing. I've heard comedians refer to him in that aspect. I had seen bits and pieces of Autumn Sonata, which is, it's Ingrid Bergman and 
um, Liv Ullman, directed by Igmar Bergman, you know, all these Swedes. And um, it was interesting, you know, and what always fascinates me is when I tell people, oh, it's a foreign film, and it turns them off. It's like, oh, I don't want to read subtitles. If I wanted to read subtitles, I'd read a book. And the sad thing is, I think that's a lot of people... That because it because it has people from another country, they don't want to touch it, you know. And that's the unfortunate thing is people going, you know, they don't like immigrants, and yet we are a land of immigrants. And you know, um, when I first decided to watch the Seventh Seal, and that's what we're going to talk about, I thought okay you know this is this is a movie from 1957 it's all in swedish it's um you know it has subtitles it's igmar bergman it it was dark it was truly dark when you have death um on the beach and they're gonna play chess and i thought okay and that that scene has been replicated it's been parodied many 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 times and that right there told me something about the movie is that chess scene where he's playing with death is probably one of the most famous scenes in cinema ever bill and ted you know um they they tried to parody it um you know uh yeah it's 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 igmar bergman at his best and you know synopsis of it basically is a disillusioned knight um and his cynical squire return from the crusades to find the country ravaged by the plague isn't that interesting i started watching this on the 13th of march when the stay-at-home order went into effect and here we were dealing with a virus the knight encounters death whom he challenges to a chess match believing he can survive as long as the game continues the game they start continues throughout the story and so there's all these different characters within the seventh seal that they come upon they come upon a witch who is eventually burned at the stake they come upon you know um these music this um kind of clown and his family you know and all these different hangers on you know um and i mean you know like i said i'm not going to talk about technically about it how it made me feel at first i was watching the seventh seal and i thought okay this is going to be long it looks like an epic i was so wrong i as i dived more and more into the seventh seal you know and and with the action you really gotta read those subtitles you've got to be fast because it is fast and there were times i'd have to go back okay what happened and the story just took on a whole nother meaning for me and i went oh okay this this is what it's leading to and you know because at first i kind of took it the wrong way i thought okay i don't know how to receive this movie they say sometimes those are the best movies that you you're not sure if you like it at first or if you're just going to turn it off and by the end of the seventh seal i wanted to watch it again i thought okay i've finally watched my first igmar bergman film you know I've like I said I've always heard people talk about Igmar Bergman, you know, his movies are, you know, like uh, that one that he did in the 80s. 
um, very long and illustrious career. I mean, you a lot of top producers and directors were all mystified by Igmar Bergman, you know, and you think of the people that acted with him, you know, Max von Sydow, Liv Ullman, you know, Ingrid Bergman. Um, I think people thought they were related at one point, you know, because you say Ig- Ingrid Bergman and then you say Igmar Bergman, you know. Yeah. I remember one time a friend of mine thought that Mer- uh, uh, what is it? Candace Bergen was related to them. And I said, no, she's not. Her father was a ventriloquist, okay? Charlie McCarthy. But, you know, as they would say that, uh, I digress. So the seventh seal, let me just say, from the first moment that I watched it, it's in black and white. It's, you know, the ocean. And um, I thought, okay, you know, there's always... I've seen clips of other Igmar Bergman films, and it's always either the beach, it's water, um, you know, there's something to be said about him as a filmmaker. And The Seventh Seal, I mean, if you're going to pop your Igmar Bergman cherry, you've got to do it with The Seventh Seal, you know, I mean, he made many, many, many films, lived to be 89 years old was a mysterious person even even till the up until the time of his death to this day we are still you know uh mystified by igmar bergman and what's interesting is and and i loved max von Sydow. i i mean you know to think okay that's the guy from the exorcist you know and this is i mean because in the exorcist remember he plays a really old man this old priest and here he is in reality you know he'd done three days of the condor and you know he was not as old you know they would have to do the makeup and all that but what's interesting is i'm gonna read something you know igmar bergman was supposedly an atheist and he said something to max von Sydow that was very very max von Sydow did an interview right after igmar bergman had died And he said, you know, I can't, out of respect, I cannot reveal everything he told me. But he said this, um, although Bergman described himself as one who had lost his faith in an afterlife, Max von Sydow stated in an interview that he had many discussions with him about religion and indicated that Bergman's belief in the afterlife was restored. And I think it had to do with... um, Igmar Bergman had said to Max von Sydow, I'm going to find a way to contact you after I die. And he did. And Max von Sydow would not elaborate any more on the details. He said it was between him and Igmar Bergman. So that's a, that's a very, um, if you know anything about uh, the Swedes, that's a very Swedish thing. For the, it's between the two of them. And then in terms of religion, you know, um, when they were talking to Max von Sydow about the exorcist and about who, what he thought of the devil. And he said, you know, in Sweden, we don't see him like you do in the Western countries. We see him as this clown that always falls on his face. He never gets his way. It's like it's like Wild Coyote and, and the Roadrunner. That's how they see it in Sweden. And, um, you know, 
but um, the way they painted death in the seventh seal i mean it, you know and he says to him as they're playing chess you know i know that you never lose and death says to the knight what are you keeping from me and he knows and 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 max von Sydow's character the knight has it in the back of his mind all the while the squire is fully fully aware the squire is a little more cynical than the knight in um the seventh seal um i was going for a walk today and i knew immediately i had to talk about the seventh seal and i think the miss uh, interpretations of igmar bergman you know because like i said people would tell me oh you don't want to watch that it's depressing it's very european the subtitles they would always try to scare me off with the subtitles and i thought what's wrong with the subtitles and you know um i think if more people were to watch films with the subtitles they would probably open up pandora's box and realize oh it's not just about american films no because you have all of these filmmakers except for michael bay who we don't like um martin scorsese and kubrick and francis ford coppola um and George Lucas, who all loved Jean-Luc Godard, this French filmmaker, or Bernardo Bertolucci, you know, um, they they love those those European directors. And um, you look at um, one of the most successful directors and screenwriters of the first half of the 20th century was Billy Wilder. Billy Wilder was from Europe, and, and you know how those comedies, you know. Um, a good example of that is, you know, Some Like It Hot, which he actually has on his tombstone. You know, nobody's perfect. Um, you know, and so back to Igmar Bergman, you know, they revered him. They truly, truly revered him. And when I first watched The Seventh Seal, at first, I, you know, it's overload. It's like, okay, you put the phone down, leave it alone. You're immersing yourself in this very dark movie. Um, but how, I mean, you know, how it was photographed, a very, very beautiful film. I knew when I was in the, the middle of watching The Seventh Seal, I thought, okay, I'm either going to love this or hate it because of the look of the film. It was a beautiful, beautiful film, very dark subject matter. And yeah, it was, it was hard at first, you know, it's, it's like, um, Stanley Kubrick films. You either love them or you hate them. You know, some people loved The Shining the first time they saw it. Some people hate it. Then they had to watch it again. And with The Seventh Seal, all I remember is thinking, I have to own this movie now. Because it left an, an effect. And I have stated that my, during COVID, my list of favorite films has drastically changed I've seen so many different films and it's like, oh my God, I have yet to see any more Igmar Bergman films. I will eventually, you know, but when it comes to se the seventh seal, that truly is the Pierre Resistance in terms of the subject matter, the plague, okay? You know, um, you had people who were condemned as witches during the plague, all right, you had all of you know these people praying that oh the Black Death doesn't get them. You had adultery in the movie as well, and what happens, you know. 
But at the at the heart of it, you have you know the knight, and you have death playing chess, and it's an allegory. You know, these two men are playing, and uh, it's all about his soul at the end. You know, um, or or are they going to do the dance of death together? It's it is like I said, it's Igmar Bergman. It's not as dark as people told me. It's like, oh my god, it's going to be so depressing. I didn't find it depressing. I just went, oh. Okay, I mean, I know that people aren't going to get it. If I if I were to show The Seventh Seal to one of my siblings, I know they wouldn't like it. They, oh, what do you mean? Why are we watching this? Because, you know, it, like I said, not everyone's going to get it. I've stated on this show before that I took one of my brothers to go see There Will Be Blood, and he hated it. But I will say that I have a theory now, because he's a parent, he actually might enjoy There Will Be Blood in a different way. I think something about becoming a parent changes you and changes how you you view things, you know? Um you know the seventh seal what what can i say about this film how it made me feel i mean it like i said during covid i'm watching all these movies and i'm like and you know i studied filmmaking and i'm thinking maybe that's what i should do maybe that's what you know i i had intended to do it and you know here we live in the 21st century where you don't have to go to film school you can just do it on your smartphone you can do it on the tablet i mean they just put out these new tablets that have cameras basically along the lines of a film camera where you can make your own films you can edit everything on iMovie you can get heavy duty software onto these tablets and edit it yourself but then I was like, no, I'm just going to do it on the podcast, you know. And that was the whole main ethos of changing the podcast around. I thought, okay, this is a subject matter that I know about. And with The Seventh Seal, like I said, that watching The Seventh Seal truly made me rethink films that I liked. I thought, okay, this this is going to be at the top. It's not going to be at the bottom um the same could be said about the third man the first time i watched the third man i didn't get it the second time i watched the third man i was like okay and then when i watched the third man again i went oh you know and there's that really great moment with orson wells and joseph cotton and they're on the ferris wheel and he says to him how would you feel if one of those dots stopped moving would it matter to you and then he talks about the cuckoo clock, you know. Um, so, yeah, those what those movies mean to me. And that's why I thought, you know, I don't want to talk about the technical aspects of the seventh seal or how it makes, you know, it, it truly is a, a, a revolutionary film to watch. There's nothing like it, you know. Um, when Max von Sydow died, they immediately, you know, the star of the seventh seal and the exorcist you know because yeah the exorcist is this big popcorn movie um you know that scared the crap out of people i, lo- I love what mercedes mercedes mccambridge who did the voice of the demon in the exorcist the way she handled it the hysteric she says oh people were like oh it's so scary it's terrifying she's like no it's not finish your popcorn you know and her uh, relationship to that movie versus Max von Sydow. Max von Sydow's relationship to The Exorcist was totally different. 
I think with the seventh seal, I may have read that he didn't want to do it because he said to Igmar Bergman, I can't play that. And Igmar Bergman said, yes, you can. And he plays this very gaunt, you know, knight who basically has lost everything. And here he is. Finally, he is at the mercy of death. And death is like, hey, let's play a game. We'll play for your soul. And that throughout the movie is them always having that game to the point where death knows that the knight is hiding something from him and he's going to get to the bottom of it eventually. So, you know, yesterday we talked about the 70s. Um, The seventh seal came out in 1957. You know, it was uh, written and directed by Igmar Bergman. You know, it has a very... um, let's let's go through it because you know with these films uh, and and igmar bergman i mean you know what what a genius um i i was just in awe here we go so you have the squire gonor bonestrad benik egat death niels pope joff joff max von sidau antonius block knight B.B. Anderson, Mia, Joff's wife, you know, um, and B.B. Anderson was in a lot of Igmar Bergman films, along with Max von Sydow and Liv Ullman. In fact, I think he had either a relationship with not just Liv Ullman, but I think B.B. Anderson as well. I, I know of Liv Ullman because, you know, whenever they mention Igmar Bergman, they mention Liv Ullman. So, you know. That's the seventh seal. It made me just, as I said, rethink everything. Rethink what I truly thought of movies. I don't think people would say, Oh, my favorite film is a, is a foreign film with subtitles. I could say that. I could say that. And, you know, it was also, if you look at what happened, the last Academy Awards this year, um, Parasite won Best Picture, and it's all in Korean subtitles so finally a foreign film wins best picture that has never happened before and what if it had happened with the seventh seal the seventh seal was that brilliant you know if if it were released today yeah it would totally win everything but it doesn't exist because of awards it exists because you know of the vision of Igmar Bergman bringing this to the light so that's how i feel about the seventh seal you know um you can watch your michael bay films and that's fine or you can grab your balls and strike up some courage and watch the seventh seal as always unpleasant dreams